to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy or Strictly Anonymous Confessions. I changed my logo. I think it's better now. I added the word confessions. Does Maybe that's just the tagline. I don't know if it's like, what do you prefer? Email me. Let me know. Strictly Anonymous Podcast or Strictly Anonymous Confessions Podcast. I like my logo better. I'm not going to change that. I like that I added that word, but should that be the whole title or just like maybe, you know, a tagline? Uh, anyway, if you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous, like my Facebook page, uh, follow me or subscribe to me on YouTube. I love YouTube as a platform for my show. You can listen to the show there, or if you want to listen to it on your app, go and comment and talk to the people who have been on my show or talk to other people and give your two cents about an episode, go to YouTube. That's what I like about YouTube. I really hear from people who are listening to my show and I get all kinds of opinions over there. So go to youtube.com, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and uh, subscribe to my channel, like the videos, comment away, all that good stuff. If you haven't subscribed to my show, wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. Uh, what else? If you want to be on the show, this is, uh, this is a show where I have people call in and tell me their like secret, talk about their secret lives while remaining anonymous. I always say it's a call and advice show. That's what I set out to, uh, have. That was my intention. But most of the time, uh, a lot of people aren't getting advice. They're just calling in, like I said, to talk about their naughty secret lives while remaining totally anonymous and a lot of times but other times not a lot of times but other times I am helping people with their problems so if you have a problem that you need advice on I give unprofessional advice but I think it's good advice uh, or you have a secret life that you want to talk about or just an interesting life send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be in the show let me tell you though something that um, I, I forget to say all the time but if you book a time for me to call and you just fucking flake out, I have zero tolerance for that. I will never have you on my show. Like you can't, it, no excuse. Do you understand? I get, I take no excuses for that. I mean, unless you let me know a day or an uh, advanced or five hours in advance, like, hey, by the way, I'm not available for our call. But when people make appointments to talk to me and then they never fucking email me or call and they don't show up and they flake out and then they email me like a day later. Oh, sorry. I, you know, something came up. Well, it does. There's no fucking excuse for that. If I'm going to tape an episode, just so you know, I revolve my day around it. I have to be at a certain place. I have to have equipment set up. It's not like I just pick up the phone wherever I am and talk to you. So if you want to be on the show, you book a time. But if you don't show up for that time, I will never have you on my show. And don't think you could email me a year later. I go back and check these emails because sometimes I'm like, hmm, I remember that fucking email. And I look back and I see that you flaked out once and I will not give you another chance. <laughs> Sorry. After six years of doing it, that's the only way I could be. Zero tolerance or else I get fucked over. So that's that. Uh, what else? I don't think any. Oh, if you want to join my Patreon, I have a Patreon page. 
Uh, I have a couple different tiers. I have a tier where, you know, you're basically supporting my show, which I totally appreciate. It's like three bucks a month. I've been doing my show for six years. I've never made a dime off of it. I'm still not making that much money off of it, but it is nice for people to support my show. You could do it on patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. There's, like I said, a, a low tier that's three bucks. For that, You besides supporting my show, you also get these episodes early on Friday as well as <clears throat> Q&As that I answer on a monthly basis. And then there's all other tiers. There's a pantyhose tier where I, I mean, that's the tier that I give the most extra content for. So if you're into panties and all that kind of good stuff, sign up for that tier because you'll love it. I also added a tier where if you want to call in and talk to me, um, I used to do, I called it consulting. I don't know. Um, but if you want to have a combo with me, like you want advice or you want to confess your naughty stuff, but you don't want it aired. Well, go to my patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast and sign up for the $60 tier. That's you get a 30 minute conversation with me. You don't have to do it on a month to month basis. You could just do it once and then cancel, or you could do it on a month to month basis up to you. But if you want to do that, sign up through Patreon. I'll never know who you are. It's a much easier way for me to do it because I don't have to take payments from somebody. So it remains totally anonymous to me. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Okay, now I'm going to get to the person I have on the show today. His name is Eric. Uh, I taped him a long time ago, like most of my calls, <laughs> my callers lately. Uh, and he called in. He had wrote in and said, oh, I want to talk about, like, you know, the difference between bisexuality. I don't think you really got it. Uh, I had a guy, another guy on who talked about that. Like, right before I talked to him, I already aired his episode. But it turned out that me and him talked more about... I mean, we talked about the fact that I don't get it right. He explained what bisexual means. He's heterosexual. His name is Eric. He's heterosexual. He figured that out a little later in life. And we talk about that. We talk about what he does. He's got a lot of cheating stories. Uh you know, when he, he was a stripper, right? And his first experience with another guy was the shot guy at the strip club where he worked. He was a male stripper. And we talk about all that kind of good stuff. Like when he figured it out that he was into guys, when he started hooking up with them, what did he do? How did he cheat on his girl? He cheated on his baby mama a lot. And especially there's like some Vegas stories that are really funny and kind of crazy. Um, but we talk about how eventually at the end of the story, he did, he does come out clean. He is open about being heteroflexible. And uh, we talk about how he got there and where he's at now. Uh, so sit back, relax, and I'm going to be right back on with Eric. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, okay. Hey, Eric. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Kathy? I'm good. So, you know, I think when you had emailed me the first time, like the day you sent me an email was the same day that I had just spoken to somebody about the same issue that you had with me and my show. You wrote me an email saying like, oh, you know, you were listening to a bunch of 
my episodes and you felt like the whole bisexual thing, right, was very confusing. And I was, I, I mean, somebody else told me I was totally getting it wrong. Uh, you were writing in to tell me that you're a millennial and in your guy's world, right, you have a totally different name for it. That same day I had, I haven't, I haven't aired his episode yet because I'm so backlogged and airing people and I just have so many taped but a guy had wrote in similar to you and said hey listen I listen to these you know conversations you have with these guys and you guys are always debating what bisexual is and I think you have it totally wrong and he actually made me see the light I did have it totally wrong he said something that you said in your email to me which is like bisexual is when a man actually can feel romantic to men or women right but what about the guy like you who just feels like they like to fool around with a guy every now and then what's the word for you and now you told me you know millennials have a different word for it so why don't you take it from there <laughs> yeah so in my well in my experience so like when i was listening you know and the guys were like oh well i'm not bisexual so to me bisexual means that you know like you said i can be in a romantic, a romantic relationship with a male or female right me um i, I call it heteroflexible is the word that they they came up with i guess so it's like so for instance like i am romantically close-minded in my opinion um so it's just women who i want to be romantic with but sexually i'm open-minded to either sex so i would i don't consider myself bisexual because i don't see myself dating a guy right um, and let me just tell you i don't know if it was aggravating to you as it was to these other people that have wrote into my show and i've seen comments i had always had it like as the opposite that it was always to me someone's either homosexual or heterosexual and then there was bisexual and like you know if you it, it, that was devoid of romantic feelings right so if someone to me like if someone could have romantic feelings for a man they were homosexual but what about those people that could be romantic like you said to both men and women that really is what bisexual is for and bisexual, i had been ha exactly. right and i had been having this argument with so many guys because guys will call up the show and be like yeah i like dicks in my mouth and i'd be like you're bi and they'll be like no i'm not and i'm like yeah duh, <laughs> you know but i had had it totally wrong Wrong, right <laughs> yeah and that's the thing a lot of people are like i, I just think they're all like the stigma or the label of bisexuality yes. at the end of the day like you suck a dick you suck a dick like it's right. it is what it is and you suck the dick so who really cares about the label but so i think that's why they came up with the whole heteroflexible concept or sexually open-minded um you know, you know in this day and age there's so many different kind of sexualities different terms and everything like it's hard to keep up like i still don't understand the whole polyamorous kind of thing like i just don't oh it hurts my it. brain i know yeah it's just too much like mm -hmm. there's like male female trans this that the third thing and like it's just it's just adding so many things like lg TBQ is going to be, you know, 15 letters. The next thing we know, it's yeah. just going to keep adding to it. Yeah. So it's, it does, it's definitely uh, a brain rack, I guess you can say. Yeah, but listen, I'm here to tell you doing my show for like six years and talking to all these people, like they do have to have that many categories because there's so many different variations to what people are into and what people like, right? Like you're a guy that is only romantically into women, but you like to suck a dick sometimes, right? And sometimes I have people on that I think are bisexual, but, you know, they want to be, or I didn't think that they were bisexual. I would think they're homosexual, but they are interested romantically in men and women, right? There's just, they're really, they really, if people want to label themselves and they have to label people, they would need all those labels because there's so many different variations of what people 
are into because just people are unique, right? There's just so, and there's so many people and I've talked to them all. And, uh, you know, I, if I had had these words six years ago, maybe I would have, been, you know, been able to label <laughs> people better because I like grew up in the fucking what I don't know. You know, I'm like not a millennial. I'm 51. So for me, the words we had were homosexual, straight and bisexual. That was it. Right. And so to me, anyone that fell in between was like, bye. But I always thought it was a sexual thing and I was wrong. You're hetero flexible, right? Heteroflexible, yeah, and I guess there's a homoflexible, which is, I listened to a guy who just in one of your shows where that's I guess that's what he'd be categorized as. He was gay, and then he started sleeping with women. I think it was the first one was like a big one, and then like a big woman, and then he said that you know he was going to continue to sleep with women because he actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember um, that one. That was a first for me. Yeah, that was a good. I, I liked that one. That was a good show. That, that was a good taping. Like, and that's the thing. A lot of guys yeah. out there, so. You know, I have this view, like, you know, when people call your show and say they're bisexual and they're like, oh, I've only messed around with one guy or like I'm into men, I've only messed around with one guy or I'm into guys, but I haven't acted on a fantasy. Let me start off by saying I just think these people are they're completely bullshitting themselves. Yeah. At the end of the day, in my opinion, and, you know, as a guy that's heterosexual, I'll be honest with you, I've messed around with, you know, probably a lot more than one guy. I know that. That's for sure. And, um, and. It's just so accessible nowadays. Like, and that's the thing. Um, I was in a relationship for 12 years. Um, with a woman. With a woman. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we had kids, you know, the whole thing. We had a plan on getting married. But uh, she ended up being, you know, it's just how things go. Yeah, Did it, it was, work out? It, it didn't work out in the end. Uh -huh. um, and during that time, I really, I can't say since I was younger I was into men. I don't know. Like, I would look at them and be like, oh, okay, you know, he's good looking. But I've never had any sexually attractive. I was never sexually attracted to them. Like, it was never like, oh, huh, I wonder if it would be like to suck his dick or, you know what I mean? It was always just like, you know, kind of an optics thing. Okay, he's good looking, cool. Just keep it moving. It was always just women I was interested in. Yeah. I think, and even uh, when you were like looking at porn and jerking off, it was always just women? Just women. Like, okay. I, I, I'm not going to lie. The guy had to be good looking in the straight porn. Like, oh, okay. So like, that might have been a tell. Do, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like an overweight guy just wouldn't do it for me, like or an older guy, like they had to have a certain look. Or I would change it. I still to this day uh -huh. can't like you know, I can't come for porn unless both of the participants are good looking. Okay. Um and you know, like th that whole dick size thing, that doesn't really matter. Like if you I actually noticed that dudes with big dicks, they have girlfriend seem to be less pleasured by them. It's it's just weird. It's a weird dynamic. And, you know, I've had a bunch of threesomes and I've noticed that actually. Right. But um, you know, it's 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 crazy. So I started so the when it started for me with guys was um I was with the girl, we were together, like I said, for twelve years. Yeah. Um ever since I was little, I always liked to be like nude as much as I can like oh my no god that's what. my Sleep son naked. he's a full-fledged nudist <laughs> yeah I love it absolutely love it so yeah. even since a young kid I always knew that I was going to be a stripper at some point in my life oh my god Not you became I one to, I, want to. I was what, a stripper oh my god that's what my son's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you it's just like you know I've always you know I uh, you know a lot of people probably gonna end up thinking I'm full of myself by the end of this conversation but you know I have a, I have a good body you know what I mean like I'm in the gym five days a week and I've always had a good body I'm black so at uh -huh. the end of the day you know I had a kind of leg up when I was born you know it's genetics yeah. now when I've always been in good shape so um you know I started dancing at a strip club uh where I'm from it was predominantly male and and there's a reason behind it um 
because at the end of the day, uh, men are the only people that go to strip clubs on a regular basis. Females yeah, go for visual or whatever, right? Yeah, totally. Exactly. You know, you want to go hang out with your girls, you might go to strip club once a year. If that, yeah, for a uh, bachelorette. So everyone yeah, goes screaming and like yeah, screaming about the guy being naked, but they don't really care. It's just cheesy. They don't fun. give a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So the way that the club is set up is uh, women are only allowed Thursday and Sunday. And the reason why is because um, they had an incident a few years before. Um, you know, guys in there had a little twink on his lap, rubbing his ass, drinking at the bar. And, you know, they allowed females at any point during that time. Yeah. His daughter walks in uh, with her friends <laughs> and sees her father oh at God. the bar. Oh, no. With a little boy on his lap, you know, a little 18-year-old kid on his lap, rubbing his ass, like, you know what I mean? There's oh no God. way to get out of that one. Like, you know what I mean? There's no way to say, hey, you know. Right, because uh, there's well, no naked girls in sight, right? So that guy's yes. there to see naked dudes, and that's her dad. Exactly. Oh, my God. How exactly. horrifying. Oh, I could only imagine yeah. how mortified he must have been. But, you know, when I was there, the number of men that would come in that were married, you know, they got the wedding ring on, and you could just tell by the way they carry themselves, that, you know, they're straight, you know, straight acting heterosexual guy who obviously, you know, has a tendency to go for boys. And I think a lot of people do it to conform to the social norm, social norm. you know, that's but that, they, how, that they keep it secret. Of course. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it was uh -huh. always older guys. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know. So you said that you were older in the time you grew up. Like, I'm sure when you grew up, bisexuality was something that people hid. It wasn't something that people were openly, were open about. You no, know and it's I mean? still, I mean, a lot of my callers, I love when I talk to someone younger, right? Because a lot of my callers are mostly older and they're the ones that are still keeping the secrets because when they grew up, it was a very different world, especially for men. I mean, around the time I was starting to get a little bit older, it, it, it became cool for girls to start hooking up. Porn stars became like mainstream celebrities right but that happened while I was growing up so it became okay for women to be more experimental with their sexuality but not men you know at all so those men I have a lot of those guys calling into my show you know so they could never be you they could never be sort of a, they couldn't be open about it no way Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. And, and that was a thing. So it, it's, it was a lot of like older guys who yeah. were closeted. You know what I mean? You had the younger, you had some young guys come in, but they were just, you know what I mean? They maybe have a good time, have drinks with their friends, you know, see a dick, see an ass, whatever you know, they were into. Oh, yeah. And we had everything. And the funny thing is like, while working there, I, I, I learned a lot. So, you know, I was, I think I was like 22 at the time. 
And um, but wait, let me quick question. Club. I'm going to yep. make sure I remember exactly where you were. Before you started at the strip club, right? You had never been with a guy, right? You had never, never. thought you were into guys or anything. You strictly got this job to make some money. Is that what it was about? Uh, it wasn't even just to make some money. It was just the whole nude aspect of it. This like oh being right, I forgot you liked people, being a you know nude. I mean? You were a nudist yeah. and you looked good. And the compliments, and you know what I mean. I, I like I like that sort of thing. You know what I mean. Okay. Like I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. Some people are like oh well, you know I, I like the attention. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I like that. So, You're honest. Cool. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, that's how I feel. I, I'd rather be upfront and honest because you know what you're getting and who I am at the end of the day. Yeah, cool. Uh, you know, I've jerked, you know, when you're younger, you're 15 years old and 14 years old. Yeah, me and my friends, we always used to jerk off together, you know what I mean, in the same room. And you know what I mean? Like, you you, you look at the dicks just to see, like, if theirs is bigger than yours. That was the only reason, really, why to look at somebody else's dick. You know right, I mean? uh-huh. But I had never touched a dick or anything like that. Up okay, so now you're 22 and you're in this place. Take it back from where you were going. Yeah, so... So, um, like I said, we had so many different, like there's somebody for everybody that worked at the club, but you had the really, really, really skinny guy, which they call a twink. Um, and 90% of people that work there label themselves as straight. So you got the muscular guy, you got the ghetto guy with braids, you got, you know, um, a couple black guys, Spanish, it was a little bit of everything. So it was a uh-huh. flavor for anybody that really wanted it. So, um, when I started, there was a kid that was there, um, it was a Cape Verdean kid, and um, oh, from kid? the moment he was Cape Verdean, what's that? So like, so Cape Verdeans like black and Portuguese, oh, I guess. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's island Cape Verde, the darkest skin, um, you know. Yeah. This black guy, which honestly is usually wasn't like, like for me to like look at a black guy and find him attractive, me being black, it, it, it would. It's a certain, very certain select kind of one. So. Uh-huh. It was, you know, I found him attractive, but never thought of him sexually, I guess, you know. But you, but you were always the type thing. of guy that could look at a guy and say whether he was yeah. good looking. And this guy, fit, like, was up to your standards. He was good looking. He was a good looking guy, yeah. yeah. So okay. I was there for um, probably a little over a year. So during the first couple of months while I was, I was there, now I had a day job too, and I just went there at night and, yeah. you know, I had a girlfriend, you know, babies kind of, you know, all that other good stuff. So he used to be like, hey, you know, let me just suck your dick, this, that, and the thing. So I'd be like, um, listen, Johnny, like, you know, it's not my thing, whatever. I got a girl, blah, 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 blah. And he knew all that. But he's like, well, you work in a male strip club. And <laughs> yeah, for the you're grinding most part, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you got guys touching your ass to give you money. And you're getting, you're on stage naked. And you take sour shows afterwards. So how straight are you really? Yeah. And this so, is a nude club? So, yeah, so okay. as so we did a rotation. So your first rotation on stage, so a song was a rotation. Uh, it's a set. So our first rotation of the night was we did one song um, in, like, underwear, and then we stripped down. Mm-hmm. The second song, we did Naked Dance. Mm-hmm. And then after we were done on stage, the next person came up, we had a shower room. It was, like, a big open shower, and it had seats and a bucket to tip, and then oh, you would go okay. take a shower, <laughs> and you would do a shower show. So yeah. each each set you had was, you know, pretty much three songs, you know, uh, underwear, nude, shower. Yeah. So, you know, it was, and, and, and then if some guy, so sometimes rotation came up quicker because, you know, we had private rooms. Yeah. So, you know, just like a regular female strip club, they have private rooms, but, you know, it's a lot more expensive in the male strip clubs than it is in a female. Really? Like what, um, how much it could take you in the back room? I'm a guy. Uh, 250. And I was the type of person that you weren't getting anything. So a lot of guys went 
against taking me and they could take the other guys over me because word on the street you know, was I you weren't going to do shit right yeah i wasn't doing anything i'll dance right. with you i'll dance on your lap naked um you know you can you can touch me you can't touch my like ass or you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah. and things like that and you know to the point where one night you know i had a guy working on him he's like listen i'm gonna be honest with you uh you want 250 he wants 250 but he's gonna let me suck his dick so obviously you know you're hot but i'm gonna go with him yeah so and and, and it sucked because during the time, it's crazy. There was, you know, the whole opiate epidemic was going on. So a lot of the guys that I was working with started to water down the prices, you know, because they were desperate. They wanted money to, you know, I'm assuming get high. So they were starting to do less, more for less. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? The private rooms went from starting at 250 down to 150. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we used to be able to get like privates outside of a club, which would, you know, be $500 or $400. You know what I mean? So, um, but it started getting watered down, and that's when I ended up leaving. Okay, but we're um, still so, back. We're at the story. Yeah. You're at where that guy's like hitting the on you all guy. the time. Yeah. yeah. So like he was a shy boy. So anytime I got on stage, um, it was to the point where he would stop what he was doing, like it'd be working, and he'd like almost take a seat and watch me the whole time. And I would <laughs> always see him watching me every time I was on stage. So I'm just like, all right, the attention's there, whatever. So I was just like, all right, this is this is kind of cool, whatever. To the point where, you know, Cuss would be like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And I'm just like, no, why do you say that? She's like, oh, because every time you're on stage, he just has his eyes glued on you. So whatever have you. Now, this is maybe six months in. So, um, you know, June is Pride Month. Yeah. So in a male strip club, you know, we had, you know, the whole month of June is just uh, like crazy. Yeah. You know, and where I live, you know what I mean? I live in a really small place. So, you know, we had a parade, you know, I, I live close to Boston. Mm -hmm. So, um. You know, we had like the weekend is like the big pride weekend where they have the parade and, you know, even our strip club, we had a float. So it was to the point where the club was like so packed this night and we were doing like, you know, uh, baby oil wrestling. We were doing everything like, you know, we had photographers there taking, you know, pictures of the people that wanted to be taken pictures of. Um, it was packed, um, like, packed to the point where. So I was going to use the bathroom and there was like a line to use the bathroom and um, I'm in line to use the bathroom and he jumped in line with me. So when I went to the bathroom to go to the bathroom, he came in with me at this point. So now, you know, uh, I was the type of person that, you know, I had to have a couple of drinks in me like to really let loose. So I was always, every time I worked, I was drinking pretty much. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm in the bathroom, I'm using the bathroom, whatever. He's washing his hands, fixing his hair, doing whatever. He goes to use the bathroom and, um, we're just sitting there, whatever have you. So uh, he just went for it. Um, so I'm at the sink, whatever, and he just like got down on his knees and like pulled down my underwear because that's you know what you wear as a stripper tie is just you know short pair of underwear. So uh, he pulls it out and he just you know just did it. And at this point, I'm just like, all right, this kid has been trying for months. Like, let me just give it a shot. Like, <laughs> like I was just kind of like, fuck it. Like, who cares? Yeah. So, like a charity blowjob. Yeah. Like a you charity I mean? dick in your mouth. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, obviously it, it wasn't like a full blowjob because at the end of the day, we had a million people waiting outside the bathroom and, you know, everybody's seen us go in there. So, um, it lasts for a second. I was just like, okay, like my dick stayed hard. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. Obviously, it's okay. And, you know, that was it. We left. So, um, like, going forward, every now and again, I would, you know, so now I'm starting to think in my head, like, oh, maybe I like this, whatever. So it was just him, though. So for the next couple of months while I was working there, we actually moved clubs, both of us. He actually became a dancer from the shop boy, and we had ended up going to another club. And every once in a while, you know, while at work, we would, like, you know, mess around. Because I was in a relationship with a girl who was just, like, 
one of those people was so possessive that like when I wasn't at work during the day or stripping, like she was like up my ass 24 seven. Like right. I couldn't cheat it if I wanted to. Right. Like, well, I you were you know cheating I mean? at the club. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Yes. Technically I was cheating. So, um, that was it. So that like, but when you say that you guys would hook up in that time, whenever you had a chance at the club, what was it? Just him blowing you or did you ever blow him? I blew him one time. because I wanted to try it. It was once. And I was just like, all right, this is not terrible. Like, but it's not something that like, you know, I would strive for. Like, you but know how about I mean? the like, blowjobs okay. from him? Did they start to get good, and did you ever come from them? Like, I know that the first one was, like, for one second, but over this time, while you guys started like, to fool around again, did you get, like, did you have an orgasm? Maybe one time. I don't come from blowjobs, like, okay. very often. Like, And that's the thing. When people say, oh, you know, men get better blowjobs, that's bullshit. Like, if you can't suck a dick, you can't suck a dick. It doesn't matter the sex you are. Like, right. guys suck, and some females suck, and there's some people that are really good at it. Uh-huh. Like, I like to eat pussy, so like you know, people tell me that I'm good at it because I enjoy it. I yeah. think that people that enjoy sucking dick are the ones that tend to be really good at right. it, right? Male now, or female? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now he was. I, I, he's a he's a top also. So you know, and I, I'm a top. So uh, to him, I think he was just sucking it just to have some sort of sexual encounter with me because at the end of the day, like you know, he won't like you know what he wanted me bad. So I guess he was going to take me any way that he could get me sexually. So you know. So he would just suck my dick. Um, right. So I think I might have came one time, okay. once, if any. Mm-hmm. So um, after we left the club, that was it for me for like maybe four or five years until I messed with another guy. Mm-hmm. After that, you know, I was doing the whole, you know, family thing. And I was just, like I said, I couldn't, I stopped stripping. So I just went back to my day job, my career. And, uh, you know, after, you know, after work, go home, do, you know, just the straight family man shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, my next time was, um, I had went to my friend's uh, wedding in Vegas. He lives in Vegas and I'd went to his wedding and, uh, which was a crazy, it was a crazy week on the self. This is about, so. How old are you now? I'm 31. Right. Okay. So maybe like you're like 24, right? Or 25 because you like, I think about 22. I'm trying to think of it. it's like my best friend so we got married uh, yeah. I was 20 I think I was 26 okay so you're in Vegas so I'm in Vegas and um, I was there for a week uh, you know we did the bachelorette party the first day I got there Saturday and then they were getting married the following Saturday so the first night there um, it's actually a pretty great story now uh, the stigma is a lot of people like you know I, you know, you get like the whole you know how Black guys are kind of like, I don't want to say taboo, like, you know, you've had calls on the show yeah. where, you know, you got a white couple, okay, I want my wife to fuck a black guy. You know, there's a lot of girls out there that, you know, will say they're not into black guys. Mm-hmm. Now, the bride, uh, we get along really well. My, you know, her husband, me and him have been friends since first grade. Right. So, uh, and they're white or my, black? They're white. Okay. Um, so they, you know, we've, me and him have known each other since we were six years old. So, you know, we grew up together, you know, we even lost our virginity to the same girl on the same day, one after each other. Oh, my um, God. Like, we were like brothers. Like, you know what I mean? That was yeah. like my best friend. He ended up moving to Vegas when we were uh, like 16. So um, I get there and, you know, me, we're all really close. We're all really cool. So she had a friend, um, this girl, she was uh, Spanish. Um, and uh, 
I, now, I was in a relationship at the time with the same girl. She was actually supposed to be, you know, you know how females hold grudges. She was supposed to be the maid of honor. I was the best man, um, my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Her and his wife got into like a little argument. It was over something really stupid. Yeah, so but that's what she girls ended are. up coming with me yeah, to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, girls. They're I so went different alone. than boys, guys. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't hold grudges. It's like, fuck it. Let it roll out of it, you know, sweep it under the rug yeah, afterwards. You can fuck so, your friend's wife and you yeah, still stay friends. I mean, girls, exactly. You can't you know, even so look at their ex boyfriend yes. from 10 years ago without them getting married. Exactly. Mad at yeah. So it was supposed to be like a family trip. It was my, you know, my daughter, her and me, you know, she was a flower girl. So I ended up going alone. Regardless. Right. She's like, um, you know, the whole bullshit. So, yeah. Which was a bad idea on her part. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we were together at this time for a, a while, you know what I mean? Probably about eight years at this time. So anyways, when I get to Vegas, um, um, she's like, I, she, they picked me up from the airport and she's like, you know, she always knew I thought her friend Cindy was hot. We just the had Spanish that, you know, girl. Yeah, this yeah. girl, and she's like, "Oh, uh, Rob, I, you know, I tried whatever, da 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 da," because she obviously now hated my girlfriend, so she was gonna, you know, kind of be spiteful. Let me hook her, hook him up with the new maid of honor. Oh, so anyways, oh, she says, but she's, girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So she said, but she said she wasn't into black guys. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Like I'm in Vegas. Like I said, like. I think I'm good looking. So at the end of the day, if I want to get laid, I'm going to get laid. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to fuck. Like, it's whatever. So literally the first day I'm there, um, I'm getting ready to go run errands after a freaking seven, like six hour flight. Like I was so jet lagged, you know, the three hours, the three hours behind us, it was just a nightmare. We had to party all night. So I was just, I had taken a shower. Yeah. Now I got out the shower and I seen like, as I walked out, um, you know, the guest bathroom is obviously not attached to a bedroom, so I had to walk out of the bathroom to go in my bedroom and change. And I came out of the bathroom in the towel, and I did it on purpose, I think, kind of, instead of getting, I could have easily gotten dressed in the bathroom. But again, it's Vegas, and it's hot, whatever. So I seen her. She was, like, in, like, the little loft area, and I walked out. And I seen her. She looked me up and down, whatever, da 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 So I went and got dressed, and me, him, and his wife had went for a ride. And um, it's funny. So we get in the car and she's like, Oh, you know, it's funny. Her Cindy called dibs on you. That was her name, the Spanish girl. Said she got dibs on you. And I'm just like, Oh, I thought she didn't like black guys. So whatever, regardless the next day. Um, so the first night we all went out, we went separately to the strip clubs. Uh, us guys went to a female strip club. The girls went to a male strip club, but then afterwards, which was, I don't know why people do this, but we had a joint bachelor bachelorette party at the nightclub mm-hmm. at a big nightclub there. So, when you're when you're in Vegas, like you get a free limo ride to the strip uh, to the strip clubs and you get free admission if you have a room on the strip. So we we had we all had just thrown in rented a room on the strip. Um, the girls ended up getting ready there, and you know we went there first. The limo picked us up. We went to the strip club, whatever. So uh, so the first night I ended up keeping one of the bedrooms at their house. Um, the girl that was actually also staying at the house, the one that wasn't into black guys stayed at their room that night just because you're like all right whatever i'll just stay on the strip instead of you know us all jumping in the cab and going back to the house so the next night you know obviously now the next morning we get up or how low we get to be at one of the pool parties in vegas um so now everybody's drunk so it was just a shit show the whole fucking week yeah um so the next day she finally sleeping at the house and she's like oh I'm, you know she's gonna sleep on the couch and love i'm like hey you know what like you can have the bedroom you know i'm a gentleman i'll sleep on the couch she said we can share the bed. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I already know what that means. I'm not an idiot. So at the end of the day, um, we ended up going to bed at the same time. So we ended up, we obviously ended up fucking. Mm-hmm. So we fucked, whatever. Um, the next morning, um, now 
there was a bunch of staying in the house. They have a relatively big house. So they had, you know, a lot of the wedding guests were there. Like his parents were, well, his dad was there. Her cousin, who's gay, also was staying in the house. A guy. Uh, is a guy, yeah. Yeah. So in the morning, me and her, we had sex again. And we woke up. And he, you know, he's just one of those people. Like, he's just one of those outgoing people. So he, like, started knocking on the door. He opens the door, you know, and we're in, in the middle of having sex. Um, and he comes in, he's like, oh, you know, the food's ready, whatever the, whatever the hell he was saying. And you know what I mean? Obviously, she's embarrassed. I don't give a fuck. I was a stripper. So to me, it's nothing to see me naked. So um, it was whatever. So we went out to see whatever. So that day we went out again and that night. So her cousin that first night stayed at the house. Um, the night, you know, in the morning we woke up. He ended up getting a room on the strip, so, you know what I mean, we would be closer to some of the clubs, because we were going out all week, having fun, so he just rented a uh, room um, at the MGM. So, all on the strip, having fun, whatever, we're sitting there, we're drunk, um, a couple of them were like, you know, it's Vegas, a couple of the other people, they're doing cool things, everybody's having a good time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, which I just... I don't even know. So we're just sitting there, and I guess, you know, he's, like I said, he's outgoing, he doesn't give a fuck, and he's just like, just like this, like, oh, let me suck your dick. And I'm just like, what? I'm just like, no, nah, I'm all set, rich, whatever. So, again, like, gay guys are very persistent, I'll tell you that right now. If they want you to... Yeah, that's why when do- you said no guys, like, would like to take you in the back room, I guess because they're actually spending money, I was surprised that you hadn't met anybody that, like, wanted to convert you because you were, like, the hard-to-get one or, you know, because oh, yeah. no, they I all want to be the person to change your mind. You know what I mean? Yo, I no, think I've had people. You did, I was, okay, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. No, I was a challenge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every gay guy's fantasy is to get convert a straight guy. The sh- exactly. So yeah. that's why you I think I, mean? I was like, oh, I'm surprised a lot of guys didn't choose you to go in the back room because they all oh, probably yeah. wanted to be the one. So this guy knows you're straight, right? And yeah, then he, he knows starts my asking you, like, hey, can I suck your dick? And you say, mm-hmm. no. He's like he knows my girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. This kind of thing, but you know, to me, my whole life I come off as, you know, like I'm not like you know I'm. I, I guess I'm you know I go to the gym every day. I'm not like macho like her, but you know I can fix my own car. I can do everything I I do. But at the same time, you know, um, I work in an environment where I get a manicure and I get a pedicure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I keep, I, yeah, I take care of myself. You yeah. know what I mean? So a lot of guys like kind of like you know misconstrued it as and women misconstrued as oh, well. He might be a little gay, whatever. Because you I take care of yourself, fuck. right? Because gay men yeah, do. I mean, they do yeah, look exactly better than so, straight guys. They're yeah, so much better the looking. Part, yeah. yeah, better bodies, better dressing, better everything. And, and that's the thing. Like, better, even better underwear at the end of the day. <laughs> nice. like, like I, I can't even remember. Even, I never really remember the last time I wore a packaged underwear. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, but I, like I said, I take care of myself. So at the end of the day, people always, you know, guys have always tried and whatever. And so he's trying so, for you. Yeah, he's trying. So I would, as the night went on, I got drunker and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, Rich. All right. You know, we can go inside and uh, you can suck my dick. Cool. So now he's like one of those people. Now she just found out he was gay. I told her when I first met, I told her when I first met him years before, I'm like, he's gay. You know what I mean? She's like, no, he likes girls. I'm like, he has thumb rings. No straight guy wears thumb rings. Like, that's just how it goes. Um, And I just knew. So whatever, he finally came out to her. So that night we went up to his hotel room because we were on the strip. And he sucked my dick. Now this day I know I came because I remember. I thought all gay guys swallowed. I just thought all guys swallowed. I just thought that's just, you know, the stigma behind it. So like when I came, I didn't tell him. I just came in his mouth. And he practically almost threw up. 
And he was like, <laughs> he's like, you're fucking disgusting. Why the fuck are you coming my mouth? I'm like, I, I, I didn't know. Like, you're begging me to suck my dick. Like, what's the sense of sucking dick if you're not going to swallow? Yeah, like, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it's so like, funny. Like, it's just like you're doing, you should be doing it for a reason. So, yeah. it was, it was whatever. So, that that's cool. So, you know, it was in the middle now, of the week. Because like, you're I younger than people my mm-hmm. age, right? Did and did everybody know that you guys hooked up, or was did you guys do that on the down low? Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. We went up to the room. It was on the down low. So he wanted to go change his shirt. And but were you like, don't fucking him. tell your cousin? Like, I yes. don't want anyone to know. Yeah, okay, I didn't right. want her to know. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Even though I'm sure she had an idea, but he told her. Of course he did. Oh, he did. Okay. You know. So your friends yeah. know. Yeah, they know. He mm-hmm. knows and she knows. So at the end of the day, she uh, she had come to me one day. She's like, oh, you know, uh, how was the other night? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, you know, me and Rich have been close since we were little. He obviously told me. I'm like, that motherfucker. Is that all so, you did? You just sucked his, he just sucked your dick? Just sucked his, again, another, another top. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. always knew that, you know, like, I like to get my ass eaten. You can touch the outside. But like, as soon as something goes in it, like, that's the thing. I've tried it because I wanted to see what all the crazes about, like, like why people loved it so much, but it's definitely not just for not for me. Yeah. It's just like, like I'm a really like kind of a clean person and it makes you have a weird feeling in your stomach that I don't like. So the whole time I'm concentrating on that uh-huh. and then enjoying it and I'm tense and it's just not just for not me. For you. Like I, You're I not feel emasculated. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just, I just feel emasculated. Like that's the thing. And that's one of the biggest things. So I think right. about it too much. Uh-huh. So we just did that. That's all we did uh, was, you know, he gave me a blowjob because, again, he's a top, like a straight top also. And yeah. there's some guys out there that will bottom. Um, where I'm from, that's all that's around is bottoms. So mm-hmm. it's, I guess, you know, it's, it's it's fine for me. Like, I don't care. Um, so I ended up after that, um, you know, that was it. I still continued to sleep with the girl for the rest of the week. But him, that was it. Yeah. Um, that was done. So the next time was I ended up going back home um, to the East Coast, um, and I ended up planning to move to. Now, before this, I, I should mention I lived out there at one point. Like that's how close the friends we are. Like I followed him. Like when I was twenty, I moved out there. Then I moved back home, and then um, I've lived there three separate times, and mm-hmm. I kept going back and forth. So uh, a couple years after that, I I ended up going back. Now again, this was a time where I did nothing. So another uh, one time, where you're just getting blow free blowjobs from all these gay guys. No, I wasn't, I didn't touch any guys at this point. I just went home, you know, still with the same girl. Okay. It was, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't get away to even if I wanted to, Okay. you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I would get blowjobs from like girls at work, whatever. Um, my girls at work, one girl at work. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, at work I get all these blowjobs. It was just one girl who, whatever. 
So my next experience with men was when I moved back out to Vegas. The first, the next time I moved out there, uh, my girl and my kids stayed back. I went and, you know, I set up the place to live, you know what I mean? I had to stop, you know, I transferred my job and I wanted to get everything up and going before I uprooted, you know, everybody and moved them. So I was there alone for four months. So now this is where I think that I, you know, fully went full heteroflexible. Um, I was, you know, I was bored one night. I was lonely, not lonely, but, you know, I was just chilling alone. And I'm just like, and I remember I was watching like a movie on Netflix or something, and I discovered Grindr, you know, from a movie. Yeah. I had no, you know, exposure at the time. There was also Craigslist. And, you know, I was doing ads on Craigslist for like male, female couple, you know, buy a threesome because to me that was the next step for me. You know what I mean? Like, it made me feel okay because there was a female still there and, you know, and then there's a guy. So best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's hard. Like Craigslist was hard in Vegas because there's so many people and there's a lot of flakes, there's a lot of fates and, and you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it was hard. So I ended up having one, like, you know, threesome by threesome, um, with a couple, they were there visiting because it seemed like, like, that four months I was there, like, even going on Craigslist, everybody's post was, like, for the male-female couples. Like, you know, where I lived, if you were a male-female for a male on Craigslist, there was, like, nobody. Yeah. But, like, in Vegas, everybody goes there to let loose. I always say, if you can't get laid in Vegas, you might as well give up on life. Right, like, right. It's set up for everybody to get laid. Whether, no matter what you like, whether you like trannies, like you like, whether you like girls, guys, whatever. There's something for everybody in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there and then I, like I said, I had that one threesome, um, during the time that I was there and then I ended up, uh, exploring Grindr. Right. So I'm just like, all right, cool. This is cool, whatever. So, um, and I was meeting guys and at this point, like the, mo- the father's I went was like 69 with a guy that was it. Like, um, you both blew. so you're, yeah. you blew him, he blew you. Yeah. At the same mm-hmm. time, um, mm-hmm. It was just one of the things, like, I just felt really weird. Just like, all right, let me just come over and suck your dick. I just felt, like, weird. So, like, for me to suck dick, I would have to get my dick sucked at the same time at this point. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's weird, but it's whatever. So, um, I did that a few times, like, a few hookups, you know, and I ended up meeting, like, this kid that, you know, we just, it was just easier. You know what I mean? He was good looking, up to my standards. You know, I have, like, a strict standard. So, like, he met that standard. So, it was just, like, I was like, cool, like, this is easier like so when i'm feeling you know whatever i would just do it and i just felt like and i know it's weird i felt like it wasn't cheating because it wasn't with a female so right. you know but the only time was I cheated, quiet right you didn't never told anyone about this no like, not nobody knew friends, about it nobody knew. no nobody okay. nobody knew up until now i think that was the first time i really got in trouble with anybody and like, told right. people about it yeah like around now like within the last you know me and my girlfriend we broke up maybe two years ago and that's when it kind of came to the service now i don't give a shit right okay so um you know that lasted you know they came my family came four months afterwards and that was it you know um so you know we stayed in vegas for a while then we ended up moving back to the east coast um where we've been since but um you know so now fast forward till now um like again like i said it was almost impossible to do anything because she was always you know in my phone you know you know, checking my, find my iPhone, my location, my this, my that, like uh, questions, you know what you. I mean? Like she didn't trust me at all. And, you know, she had cheated and, you know, She's and that was the same girl thing. that let you go to Vegas. She had no choice. She knew right, that she I was so never, right. you, you know, like that's my best friend. Like I told her, and I was an asshole about it. Like she was here before you and chances are, 
you know, if there's an after you, he'll be there. You know what I mean? So I'm not missing his wedding because you, you can't, can't get, get over something, Patty. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. No, no, like, no. I'm just surprised that she didn't yeah. put her fight aside and come with you and just like not go to the festivities and just yeah. at least keep you under lock and key in Vegas. Yes. And that that was, you know what I mean? And I and I told her, I, the thing is, she kind of wanted to do that, but I told her I wasn't going to pay for that, you know? So now before I left, I had just bought a brand new living room set. It was cloth. It wasn't leather. And I had like an open concept living room to kitchen. Yeah. Um, so my first night there, you know, she had was calling me. Now I'm in a nightclub in Vegas called LAX at the time. Okay. Now there's no way in hell that you're going to be able to answer a phone call in there. Yeah. So she's calling me and blowing me up. I mean, she knew I was at the bachelor bachelorette party. So like, and like, I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas, but to yeah, get out of a club, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And to get to a, like an area where oh, it's my, quiet, it, a casino, yeah. it was like a 15 minute walk. And yeah. I'm texting her the whole time. Okay. Like, I can't hear you. I can't answer the phone. Yeah. So literally, and I'm not even joking. She's like, oh, like, so by the time I get to the bathroom, I'm on the phone with her. It was like 15 minutes. Okay. It was a walk to get somewhere quiet. It's the only place I could go that was quiet. Cause you know, in the hallways of the casino, you got people drunk and playing music. It's too loud. Oh, I hate you. Da, 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 da. I hope on your way home, your plane crashes. I know you're cheating. This, that, and the other. I'm just like, I'm like, just relax. First of all, second of all, like it's whatever. So, uh, you know, she's like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Da, 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 da. You know, have fun. I'm going to go do me. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know what? Like you're just, I think she was drinking at the, like that day and, you know, just acting crazy. Um, so I was just like, whatever, you know, I wasn't going to let her ruin my time. I'm that's not the type of person I am. Like at the end of the day, like, it's my best friend getting married. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm the, you know, I'm the best man. Like, I'm like pretty much the host. I can't let that affect me. Like, so I'm just like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? But get so, to the um, point because I want to make sure we get to I the other home, guy stuff. And we, you don't yeah, I came yeah. home mm-hmm. and she had, so I'm laying on my couch when I got home from the flight and I'm like smelling like French fries. And she's like, what the hell was like that smell? Come to find out that night she was cooking and she was frying something in oil and ended up taking the whole pan and throwing it across my living room, ruining <laughs> my brand new couch. Because you, you can't get grease out of a couch. It was like, I'm like, what does that smell? And she's just like, oh, quiet. And so I, you know, I, I threw a pan of oil. I'm like, what? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm thank God that that was that. That's past me. Right. So, so fast forward, like, um, to you know, the whole guy thing. So we are on the verge of being over. So this is about two years yeah, ago. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, like we were the type of people over, over the 12 years, like even if we argued, we always slept in the same bed. We always figured it out. Like, even though, like, I think deep down, we both knew that we shouldn't have been together, but we stayed together because we had kids and, you know, and I was trying to keep together that whole family dynamic. And, you know, I'm kind of old school in the way that I am for, in some senses. Um, so one day, this is towards the end. I knew it was over. I think we hadn't even been broken up. So now she never knew I did anything with her. But she always just to ask me, like, are you bi? Are you gay? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and my sister's a, a, like a bitch at the end of the day. So my sister used to always tell her, um, you know, I used to, when I worked at the strip club, he's going to leave you for a guy. You watch this, that, and the third thing. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. My sister's just like one of those people. Like she just has no filter. She cares about nothing you think. Like she's just one of those people, like a, a bitch. So um, she would always ask me, like, oh, what do you get? Like, just stupid stuff like that. And I never, you know, she never pegged me or, you know, she would, like, you know, lick my ass and things like that, like, because I liked it. But, like, nothing more than that. No anal play. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's within the back of my mind. So I'm laying in the bed, and um, 
you know, I have an iPhone and, you know, I have a fingerprint. So I guess I dozed off. Now, at this time, towards the oh, end, no. you know, she I took your finger. So she said that I left my phone unlocked. Like my, I fell asleep with my phone in my hand on the home button. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like I had my phone at the time because I knew like we were kind of over. We were just still living together, which we did for a while. She still lived with me after we broke up. Like another thing that millennials do, which is fucking absolutely nuts. Like when you have kids together, like you break up, people are still, you know, things are expensive. So yeah, you I guess stay you together end up just staying it's together. Just to, but wait, exactly. so she busts into your phone. Mm-hmm. What does she see? So at the time, you know, like I said, I was, I was again using Grinder. Like this is like towards the end of the relationship. I just wanted to explore that side. I really wanted to get into it this time. Yeah. So uh, she's like, like you know, what I mean, when I woke up, she had like an attitude, and I'm just like, what the hell is your problem? Even though I didn't care because I knew it was over already. Yeah. So did she. She's like, oh, um, I sent, a, you know, a guy sent you a dick picture and you sent one back. Um, <laughs> why? And I'm just like, why are you, you even in my why? phone? Yeah, like, what are you even in my phone for? Because it's like, well, you fell asleep with an open, and then the text popped up, and you know, I was just, I was sitting next to you, and I just had no, I, you know, I looked over and I seen it. I'm like, no, you didn't, but whatever. I'm like, who cares? Like, it's really business. Like, it's over between us. Da 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 da. So she starts going on. So, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you, you like men this whole time. Like, was it a whole lie over twelve years? I'm like, first of all, if I would give anybody credit that could put up with you for twelve years and lie about liking men and i'm the type of person at the end of the day i'm gonna give it to you straight no matter what it is but, you rather... giving, but the truth is though okay you were never giving it straight to her because you sucked a dick you people sucked your dick yeah, you cheated exactly. on her with the spanish girl you were never straight up honest with her i you know she never but you know but she did cheat so at the end of the day she did cheat and that's what ultimately ended the relationship and yeah. you know um and she did this on a whole nother like careless level like with me to this day she's never known about any of the other things that i did but uh, you did do it though i did do it I, yeah. you're, you're so correct. you can't I did. say that you're any better like you could just say she's sloppier because she got caught but it's not she like is sloppier. you that's didn't what I'm cheat on her too you fucked that girl you you fooled around with a bunch of guys i mean come on you were looking for grinder people come on yes yeah. so yeah at the end of the day granted yes i did I guess you cheated but on anyways, her. We, it was over. Yeah, it was done. You yeah. know what I mean? So she was just, you know, kind of upset. Like, was this like this whole time? Did you think about this? And I'm just like, no, it's like, I thought, you know, and I, and I gave it to her at the end of the day. Like I'd rather hurt you with the truth than comfort you with a lie. Because oh, at the okay. end of the day, like you told her straight gonna, that you had, I okay. told her straight. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was, a, I was attracted to guys, you know, to, to the point, but not sexually. And I says now, like I want to explore. I don't know. Like I was going through a lot at the time. You know what I mean? My mom was, you know, she passed away from cancer. So I was, you know what I mean? I have a bunch of kids, you know what I mean? Like, and then it just, everything was just falling apart. You know Uh what I mean? Like, so like my life was just crumbling down around me. So I was just looking and I was just searching for myself. You know what I mean? And that's really what I did. Like I was with her through my twenties and my teens, you know what I mean? So like, I was ready to see what I missed in my twenties and just like really find out who I was, you know what I mean? So, and, and just be open-minded. So, um, you know, and it, and, it's, and it was crazy. So after I left her, that's when it all opened up. So now at the end of the day, like, you know, and I can't even say I sleep with more than one than the other. You know what I mean? I've had countless hookups with guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's to the point in uh, maybe two years ago was the first time I've actually had 
penetrated, you know, I you had sex with a guy. Right, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were um, you a top, meaning you were the top? Yeah, top, yeah. And then I was when top. did you do the bottom thing? When you were with I her behind her back or recently? No, I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't with her. I was actually traveling for work. Um, I was, like, in New Jersey. There was, like, this guy. It was, like, a, you know, kind of a hookup thing. Um, and not kind of a hookup thing. It was grinder. Um, and he's like, oh, I'll just try it, this whatever. And I'm just like, all right, you know what, whatever, I'll try it. Like, I'll try anything once, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, unless, and, unless it's not, and like, unless it's extreme, like, really gross stuff, like, you know, scat or anything like that, I'm good. Like, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Know. But all these other things, you're like, why not? Like, yeah, anything you didn't else. like it. No, I just, it just, like I said, like, I just didn't feel clean. Like, it just felt, my stomach just felt like, it felt like I was going to the bathroom the whole time. Right. So that's what I'm focusing on. Like, try, try, trying to, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's embarrassing, I think. I, like, it's happened. It's an occupational hazard. Right. And, like, I'll tell you what, like, any guy that's happened with, that was it for me. Like, I'm just Oh, when never you've been again. topping them and that Yeah, happens, never right? again. Like, but how great was it the first time you had your first experience having sex was, with I, a guy where you were the top? He blocked me because it was, and I'm not even, I kid you not, like, you know, we did the whole foreplay thing, and I cummed, and I'm not even joking. Uh, maybe it was less than a minute. Right. And I was so embarrassed, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was my first experience, yeah. and I was really learning, like, you know, the whole foreplay route. So it wasn't really, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was my fault, obviously. Like, and that's not how I am. You know what I mean? Now, like, they're begging me to hurry up and go because you know there's so much some people can take yeah but um it was embarrassing i liked it you know what i mean and like it was exhilarating and that's why like in my brain when all these guys say hey you know i'm by only been with one guy in one time or i think that i like men but i've never tried it like that's so easily accessible like i could log in right now okay yeah and hook up within maybe 10 minutes from now not even i'm sure like i would find i could find something like that yeah so, but you have to understand think about your life like you you really were like t- tipping your t- dipping not tipping dipping your foot in the water for a long time there while you were doing that whole strip club thing right that was like an easy entry into having the balls to like go and actually meet a guy and hook up with one i mean you had that yeah, the stripper like i think it was a for you it it happened easily and more gradually whereas i think a lot of other guys you know they live in their regular world and maybe they have these yeah. fantasies about being with another guy but to actually go on grinder and then go to a hotel room and hook up with them like that's a big jump for them step, whereas yeah. for you you didn't make that step you did a lot of gradual things in between in between it, yeah, which is true. and you're you're like live, the strip club thing really lent itself to making you more comfortable in that environment really knowing gay men you know so i think it's hard for you to understand say to somebody because... else oh they they should just do it or whatever you know because i think it is so hard for some some people for other people like you, yes the accessibility it's there and it's very easy nowadays like you said like yes. 20 years ago you have to do an ad you don't know who the fuck they are if they're setting the right pictures you know but i still think it's uh for some people it's hard to make that jump if they've never been with a guy but now that you've been with men and women like you know for sure you'd never be romantic with a man right do you have a girlfriend now Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. 
crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Uh, I No, I don't. I, I'm not ready for Like I am at this point like emotionally unavailable. Like I've been messing with this one girl probably since I broke up with my ex. Um, you know, she uh-huh. lives a couple streets over from me. Yeah. Like, it's great. Like, she's, uh, like, when I tell you, like, and this is another thing, the whole squirting thing, like, my ex, we gradually got into it. Um, and this is another thing I want to tell you about the whole squirting thing, because I listened to the squirting episode that, you yeah, know, the guy and minutes. girl Let's with it saved their marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, squirting. I, I'm, like, I mess with this girl. It's, it's, it's actually ironic. She also was a dancer, uh-huh. is a dancer. Uh-huh. Um, and, her she can square over and over and over and over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. so the so we've been messing around for almost going on two years now so but like i have no emotional attachment like the sex is out of this fucking world she one of the things she's one of the few well not few people she's one of the people that doesn't know that i mess with guys because I have a feeling with her personality, a lot of women think that as soon as you mess with a guy, you're gay. That's it. Like, you don't like women anymore. and That's it. You're done. And a lot of gay guys think that being able to do both is not possible. They're like, oh, well, you just got done fucking me in the ass. So how could you possibly, like, you know, pussy still? Yeah. And a lot of people don't get it. Um, but anyways, the whole squirting thing, <clears throat> it's the comfortability. That's what it is. Uh with my ex, I used to always tell her, like, you know what I mean? After she would come, like, she was, uh, she was a clitoral squirter, so she yeah. squirted from the clit, like, you know, stimulation of the clit. Yeah. Um, so I would be so like, eat her out or whatever. she her G-spot to be sort of no. rubbed or anything. She would just come, she would, whenever she came, she would have an, uh, she would squirt. So if you're... So- so what she would have to do was active before. She's like, it feels like I got to pee. You know yeah, what I mean? I yeah, feel yeah. like I got to pee. So she would hold back for the first eight years of our relationship. Uh-huh. And then one day I'm just like, listen, just relax. Because she would like, like if I kept going, right, after she came, she would try to get away from me because the sensation was so it's too insane. Much. Yeah, uh-huh. And then one day I like just, you know, kind of held on with all my might and I just told her relax. And she did. And she ended up squirting. And every day from that, I she's was squirting. able to get her to squirt. Like, you know what I mean? But she could also do it from the inside. Like, you know, like, yeah, and a lot of guys don't know. It's a two-finger hook. It's two fingers. Oh, right. You stick them in, hook them up, and you kind of just got to go in an up and down motion. Mm-hmm. It's not like in and out. It's just like, you got them hooked and you like lift them up. Yeah. But this girl is also clitoral squirter. You know what I mean? Like, you're having sex. you the in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you pull it out. And you just stimulate the clit really fast, and she'll squirt over and over and over again. And she's multi-orgasmic from wow. G-spot, clitoris, everything. And my thing is, is I think most women can do it. It's just the level of comp. Like, I don't think that uh, you know, unless a girl's like really open, I can't go meet a girl for one night stand today and have her squirt because she's not comfortable with me. She's not going to yeah, really. Yeah, but relax let me tell you, lose. I have had long-term booty calls. I have always felt very comfortable with most guys that I'm sleeping with sexually and I tend to stay with the same person because I actually liked like to me sex gets better when you feel comfortable and you could communicate with someone tell them what you like and you could do fucking anything with them right and I have I've had a lot of guys I felt very comfortable with and I've been dying to squirt and never been able to so I don't know if it's just totally that 
I think it's uh, a little bit more maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's that like because like I'll always pull away after I come. I can't take the it. I can't go right into another one. It's just too sensitive. Maybe it, it would take somebody doing like what you said. That's why I was like interesting when you said that. Like maybe that's what I have to just power through that uncomfortable thing. And maybe right after that I can. I don't know. But, it was like immediately right after that, like, you know, but it was she always felt that she had body. to pee. I've never felt when I'm having orgasms, I've never felt that I have to pee. So, you know, I don't know, but I hold hope because like I have heard that women like that one woman, cause I had his wife on after, right. It was like, I first had the husband and then I had her on and she had never squirted. She was like someone that couldn't even have orgasms. Right. So I feel yeah, like I you, could, you could always change who knows. Right. But you don't like this girl. She doesn't know that you hook up, right. The squirter girl, like you just like her sexually. Right. And, and but you, she That's doesn't it. know that you're with guys. Do you have a no, guy I, that you're fooling around with, like on the? I just started with the one regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is like he's super clean, you know what I mean. So it's like cool. And the thing is, with him, he's like I can tell he's starting to get to that point where it's just like, all right, like I like this guy, you know what I mean. That's what he's getting with me, and I don't want to be, you know what I mean, like. You don't want to date him. Yeah. And you think uh, he's copping no, feelings? You know what I mean, like. I think so. Like we were together well, yesterday and it was just like, you know, that look people give you during sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that look, like you can just, they're just like looking inside of you. And I'm just like, fuck, oh, like so what funny. am I doing to these people? And it's yeah. happened to the girl, the squirter, the same thing. Right. Like we've been together countless times. We kissed one time and I was drunk the night I kissed her. And she got so upset the next day. She was really mad. She was just like, oh, you're like, you're like mind fucking me, this, that, and the other thing. Like, the way you kiss me, I'm just like, what? like, I don't get it. Like, kissing without, and that's another thing. Like, kissing without sex, like, sex without kissing to me is, like, boring. Like, right. you really want to get me but going, you I say you do, But you say you have great sex with her, and you've never kissed her. Yeah, but I'm talking, like, it goes even, like, I'll give you everything. If, like, we're kissing, it's just different. You know what I mean? Like, I get more into it. But, you know, the great part of the sex with her is, you know what I mean, like, she can no, take a lot. you just said you have, like, the best sex with her and you don't kiss her. But then you just said to me, like, oh, you have to, like, sex without kissing is boring. But sex with her is amazing. Sex with her is amazing. What I'm saying is, let me rephrase that. So yeah. if we were to kiss during sex, it would be even more amazing. Let me yeah. rephrase uh-huh. like that. Because the sex is good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but the whole you, you have to feel romantic fun. with someone to kiss them? Is that what it is? No, I don't. I think she does. I think that's what it is. Because all my other hookups, we, we kiss. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's yeah, yeah. just what it is. Like, the you know, I have another friend that me and her mess around. Like, And it's crazy because a lot of people like, oh, like, you're like, you know, a man whore. But at the end of the day, like, I think in 2020, the word whore doesn't even exist anymore. Like, right. uh, with social media and the access to people, like, there's no way that it, the days of people having eight or nine sexual partners, both these are out the fucking window. Like, right, exactly. Marriage is dead. Like, relationships don't tend to last very long. Like, there's people no way you're going to go through People are more open about things. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, but you this know what I mean? new like, guy, remember... did you kiss him? Yeah, I do. Him, okay. yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And he's giving you the googly eyes, like he's into you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're Which not at cool. all. But maybe you're not. But you're not open to that girl either, right? You said you're not emotionally no. available for anybody, right? No, for nobody. So that you know, you're not emotionally available. Listen, you've been in relationships your whole fucking life practically, right? Yeah. And now you finally come into your own. You went through that really bad time. You're being single. You're having fun. It's been two years, right? And I could get why yeah. you wouldn't be emotionally available. You were always tied to people emotionally for so long. 
But I wonder, like five years from now or however long it takes you to get done with being single and maybe you'd be open to somebody else, like whether you'd be, is there a chance, do you think, if you had to give it a percentage, is it a 0% chance that you'd ever maybe feel like you could date a guy or do you think there's a slight chance maybe in a couple of years from now that that could happen? So my next relationship, under certain circumstances, okay, like I could, and it might sound crazy, it might sound unrealistic, but like the whole throuple idea, I could do that. What's throuple? Yeah, I could do that. That what is that? That would absolutely be like a throuple, so, you know, three people in a, in a relationship. So that's another thing. Like, you know what I mean? I guess that's it's like polyamorous, right? Like I a guess. couple? Okay. A yeah, couple. Is, is that how it is? Three people yeah, in a couple. Yeah, okay. These <laughs> fucking words. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Like I could have a guy. Like I always, I always have to have a woman because I really enjoy. Like I said, I like enjoy. I, I enjoy you. Plus, like I enjoy a female. So, and I also enjoy having sex with men. So, at the end of the day, like the only way I could be with a guy is if I also had a girl. So right. it's. I know it sounds. It might sound crazy. But do you whatever, think you would be romantic like, with him? For, if the girl was there, or if, no? I think that we. Uh, like, 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 and I don't know. Maybe I just. Like, I try to picture it. Like, my mom was a lesbian. Yeah. She had kids, and then she became a lesbian. Full blown, never liked men again. Like, mm-hmm. that was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's possible because, you know, she was with my dad for 20 years and then went to women. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was with my kid's mother for 12 years, had kids, and who knows? Yeah. But, like, I love women to the point where I just can't be without them. So I do know that my next relationship, regardless of who it is and what it is, like, yeah. what type it is, it has to be open. I'm not. Um, I, I think monogamy is that I like that's the type of person that I am. I don't think that anybody's going to be able to be faithful. Like, I don't think for the next 40 years, somebody's going to want to stay in a relationship, just have my dick for the rest of their lives. Maybe they do. I feel sorry for them because I can't do that. Like, I've had so much fun over the past can. two years. Yeah, no, but I, listen, I think that there are some people that are monogamous by nature, but I don't think that yes. that's the majority of people. Right? No, I think um, it's a thirty percent. Yeah, I think is at this point. But some people um, can be for sure. But you are are not capable of it. Not interested in it, and that's okay. Uh-huh. And as long as you're honest about that with people, like I had a girl I just aired, and she calls herself an ethical slut. And what that means is that she's straight up about the fact that she doesn't want to just be with one person, and she has yeah. open, you know, she's quote unquote open relationship with her guy, so she could see other people. But she's not going in acting like. You know, a, a yeah, one person, one. yeah, and then yeah. living this secret life, which I think See, is I like the way it should be for sure, and that's the See, way like you that. are gonna should be. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's just like if I want, like some days, like I just want no interest in men, but other days I want to fuck a guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the threesomes, and I have plenty. Like, like you, like you know, like the big thing is guys love seeing black guys fuck their wives, so I benefit from that. Uh, you know, a tremendous amount. So um, you get hit up by white couples a lot, is what you're like, saying. Like, um, there's a there's an app called Three Fun. Um, it's a threesome yeah. app. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of like a Tinder thing. You know what I mean? To that nature, and it's couples or single guys looking for you know guys looking for couples, couples looking for single guys, and I do well on it. Um, and a lot of people are getting younger and younger. Like, uh, you know, I you know we have booths like where I am at. Like, you know what I mean with the glory holes and everything. It was funny. I was looking to the thing with the. Uh, the guy you aired, the last one you aired, I, well, I got it on Friday. With the adult um, bookstores? With the adult yeah, bookstores. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, I've experienced that. That's It's a whole other experience. Like, yeah. that's, that shit's crazy. Like, yeah, I, that's but this, dirty stuff, right? That goes down that, there. Oh, you know, it's disgusting. Like, you walk down there, it smells like bleach. It's 
disgusting. Well, I just mean it, also dirty as in like perverted, right? Like, oh, I fun. Mean, yeah, it's a good time know. though. Like I've gone down there and there's, there's guys that bring their girls there and they just want them to suck as many dicks as possible. Right. Get and, right. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and usually bigger women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually bigger women. Um, you know, I've seen a girl, like a good looking girl, but she was with an older guy. And, um, and the window he's talking about, it's like the, where I'm at's called Buddy Glass. So if you're using the booth, goes from opaque to like transparent. Yeah. Like you have to like you press a button, and if the other person accepts, you can see into their booth. Um, and underneath the window, obviously, there's a glory hole. Um, and the things that go on in there, like we have an adult theater down the street, like where I live, it's just like it's uh, you know we have swingers clubs, like you know things like that, which I haven't gone to yet. Um, I I want to go to them, but I want to go to you know I'm not far from New York City. I'm a, you know yeah you know three hours away from New York City, so I hear there they have a lot more you know uh, swinger parties for people that are younger because I don't like for me to go in as a single male to the swingers clubs where I'm at, it's like at the end of it, it costs you 150 bucks. Now I don't want to go in and see like all 50 year old couples that yeah. are out of shape just mm-hmm. a nail thing. And some people call me shallow for that, but at the end of the day, like no, why would actually why attracted should you? To you? Yeah, you're gonna be yeah. 50 and you're gonna be banging yeah, exactly. 50 year olds at some point. So, yes, but now that there. you're young, fuck the well, young hot people. <laughs> yeah, like well, that. black don't crack, so I'm hoping right, I still right. like I do now at 50. Oh, like I'm right. open, you know. Oh, that's, yeah. You know, that's why I take care of myself because, you know what I mean? I honestly think I get better looking with age. But, yeah. you know, everybody starts to, you know, grab Wait, takes I used fat. to, we have to wrap this up because my son's in the okay. room. But wait, I used to always ask my callers, like, what they thought of themselves on a 1 to 10. And I have to say, I haven't done that in a long time. And people would always give themselves sevens. It was like, and then I had like one guy that gave himself a 12 and he was like insane. So, but I know, like, what would you give yourself 1 to 10? You've said so like ten me, times on the show that you're very good looking. So I think you know what I mean. I would say eight, but I'm, I'm telling you, like people would probably say ten. Like I, <laughs> like I get hit on. Like if I post a snap, right? Yeah. I, I have a lot of followers on Snap. Like to the point where, like, I would take a short screenshot of my inbox of Snapchat right now. Look, you know, I always post shirtless in the gym. You can send it. I'll post it when I when I post your episode. I'll I'll black out the name and I could post it as a as a as a screen a shot on my instagram if you want yeah so you know what i mean like i'm always taking shirtless like you know what i mean like i no I've not of you asked. of your inbox no, 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 what I'm saying. yeah like what i'm saying yeah the inbox like of all the messages and it's all people like and it's guys and girls like they're all like just like you know what i mean like it's crazy so like i'm a black guy with green eyes you know what i mean so to them yeah. it's just like kind of like a like a thing yeah you know what i mean and uh so I would probably either say uh, I would give myself me personally a seven and a half, but they would oh, definitely rate me high to say I'm crazy. Now, all me. of a sudden you're yeah. being humble. So I, don't think I am a humble. Seven because and at a the half end of the day, is average. If how you... about this? Okay. How about this? If they like black guys, definitely 10. Yeah. And some people that don't like it, you know, any okay. to those ones. Okay. But I have that. to, but I have to wrap this up because like, okay. I'm like, my son it's, and I have to start cooking dinner and everything. Yeah, but, of course. Um, which we call it, but wait. So I, I feel like we could always do a part two because you probably have so many uh, more stories. Oh considering that Ugh. you go to the, now in the past two years, you're letting your freak flag fly. You're going to these adult video stores. I have a Patreon page now where I do like all my, I post all my part twos and um, uh-huh. stuff like that. I mean, it's not a large audience like my podcast, right? Because I'm people have to pay and stuff. But like, let's do a part two if you want to come on again and tell some more stories yeah. and take it from I there. Have- Nightmare stories of grinder, like you know, people yeah, not no, being let's do bad. It. That'll be like, fun. 
yeah, yeah and then I, and then people can, down. all right we're gonna do that we're gonna do your part two but people have to join my patreon to hear it i'll send you a link to be okay. able to listen to it you know but we'll actually set up another time to talk to tape it and we'll go you know we'll tell we'll do more stories and we'll do a part two for you but you okay. know i'll post this on my regular place uh, you know, and I'll let you know when it goes up. It'll go up sooner than later because I like the whole stripper angle. It's interesting, <laughs> but I have. It to... was a good time. Yeah, oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I just have one last piece of advice for like you know the listeners out there because yeah, I have a feeling that your bisexual shows are probably are they the most listened to? I'm, I'm no, assuming it's like all oh, oh, pantyhose, right? No, no, all different ones. But you know what I notice on um YouTube a lot. What I see on YouTube is the cuckold. Which is yeah. bi, kind of, you know, and, and yeah. there's definitely always a bi aspect to that. The cuckolding is very uh, hardcore. And I bet you you have a lot of those stories from my part, too. But what were you going to say yes. about the, the, the bisexual tidbit? I mean, I mean tip just, you're going to give? Anybody out there, at the end of the day, like, they say you go around once, regardless of what you believe in. You've got to have fun now. Like a lot, like it's like I said, it took me forever at first, like to kind of like grasp around, like okay, let me just go, like you know, try with a guy. Like if you don't have that feeling, just like fucking go for it. Like yeah. people like bottle it up and they hide who they are. Like who cares? Like I live by now. What anybody thinks of me is none of my business. So I, there could be a million comments like this guy's an asshole, whatever. Like fooling themselves. People said things about me my whole entire life, but you got to let it roll off. Be yourself. Have fun. Like these last two years, like have been absolutely amazing like i have like like you said letting my freak flag fly just having a good time not caring like but also just, just being protect who yourself. you are it's, yeah it's more about being who you are and not being phony and doing like your yes. stuff on the download and that's why i do like to do my show because that's normally the sort of take away from most of the episodes you know because you do hear from a lot of guys that aren't lucky enough to have been born later like you and are yeah. still living a, 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 a double life and a secret life where they have never done it and they want to and, you know, they wish that they could be you. So hopefully they hear your story and it does help them to move out because, like you said, you only live once and you might as well fucking do it or try it or now. have a yeah. good time. But what if anybody call needs you? a push, you can yeah. post my email in the thing and they can... Uh. Okay, well, I've done shout-outs like that. So if anyone wants a push or some help or talk to somebody who's been there, done that, and wants and, you know, needs maybe to talk to you and, like, you know, I'm sure you guys will send dick pics or something. I don't know what goes on (laughs) after that. But, like, send me an email. Well, could be females, too. I'm trying to get their husband to do it. You know, or anything. Send me an an email and I'll give them your email is what you're saying? Yeah, you can give them my email. I have an email that I could give you. To okay, cool. All right, so we'll it. give the uh, I'll give them the email, or do you want to give the email right now? Uh, I'll give it to you just so I can put it in the description because I'll. No, or what, I can give it right now. Yeah, give it right now. It's better because if I put it in a description, it gets deleted off of YouTube. I'm not allowed to put okay. emails. Yeah, what's the email? Oh, so I'll say it's that. R- yeah. Yep. R S six nine zero R at gmail dot com. Repeat it one more time. RS690R at gmail.com. Okay, there you go. I'll write in the thing that, like, you know, bonus, if you want to contact him at the end, he gives his email. So that's his email if you guys want to email him. It's a lot easier for them to email you directly than going through me. I don't have time to field all those fucking emails. So uh, if you want to email him, email him. And me and you will talk again. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story and, you know, getting me straight on hetero flexibility of whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we can get it clipped up there. All right. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was was good. Awesome. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.